Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Thank you for making Saints Central your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. And there it is. That's the game, man. That's the game. Game over with. Saints lose 27 to 19 in the building. They lose. And that's what it is. So anyway, let's go to the. Wow, man. Goodness gracious, dude. My goodness. Lord help us, man. Disgusting, man. Disgusting game, bro. This was awful, bro. It was terrible, man. All right. Shout out to you, Brent. Yeah, he said Taysom had seven plus touches today, you know. And, you know, yeah, he says, yeah, for eight, 18 and one, Taysom had seven plus touches today, really, in rocket science. Yeah, ta- what happened to Taysom in the back end, man? We kind of got one dimensional and kind of over relied on Jameis to a fault. Like, why didn't we mix in the run on the play? Why didn't we mix in the run on the play? You know what I mean? Why was the run mixed in? I don't get that. Why did we go one dimensional so much in, 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 you know, and then we had time, we could have mixed in the run a little bit and not just over relied on Jameis Winston uh, to throw as much as he did. You know, you know what I mean? Family. Why did we kind of, why did we do that? 
But anyway, y'all hold tight, man. Stay where y'all are. As uh, soon as we, I'm going to go to the Dennis Allen press conference. We're going to hear from them momentarily. Uh, we'll go live to them right away as soon as we can. Let's go to the team statistics. This was a disgusting game, man, how the Saints played this, man. This was Derek Carr. They spent too much time with the dead Derek Carr. He gets knocked out of the game. And then just irresponsible play uh, quarterbacking. Uh, imbalanced play calling in the second half. The defense turned it on. We just couldn't. It could, we were too far back, man, and it, too way too far back to make a move, man. And unfortunately, it ended the way it did, man. It was that that it was that sucked. All right, twenty three to sixteen with the first downs. You're looking at third down efficiency. Saints four fourteen, Vikings six of fifteen. The Saints were two for two on fourth down. Sixty eight total plays to sixty one advantage the Vikings. They had three hundred eighty seven yards to two eighty drops thirteen to twelve. Yards per play, 14, 4.6 versus 5.7. 263 passing yards versus 215. And we had two quarterbacks, and, and one quarterback on the other side beat two quarterbacks throwing the ball. You look at the running attack, the 124 yards rushing by the Vikings is they get five straight games. Five straight, five straight, five straight wins with the Vikings simply because the Saints, and a lot of this was self-inflicted. They didn't take nothing away from the Vikings because they played and they did a wonderful thing. They improved the 6-4. and four. The Saints fall back to 5-5 five and five on the team they should have really beat. But it is it, this is Dennis Allen. This is Dennis Allen-led team. So what you will get is you'll get an up-and-down team. We say this from week to week. They should have beat the team. They should have beat Tampa Bay. They should have beat Green Bay. They don't. They lose the teams they don't supposed to lose to because this is a Dennis Allen-led team. His aura, his inconsistency, his dumbness is all over this team. That's why they look confused at times. That's why they don't put together a full 60 minutes of action. It's always some disjointed crap on the offense. It's totally unprofessional, and it's just stupid. And the guy refuses to make changes. They win a couple of games, and we're supposed to improve on things, things that work. We don't use it. We don't utilize it. We don't play it from week to week. And it's just, it's just, it's a doing Dennis Allen teams. These are what you're going to get. And I, you know, I explained to myself, they, they play so – there's no reason why the Saints have as much talented, talent as they have and the team consistently underperforms offensively playing half of games, the entire first half of the game. The Saints couldn't even put a touchdown together. Had they scored a touchdown in the first half of the game, that would have changed things a bit. They sticking with this car dude, and he doesn't have the full effect of what's going on, and it's just distasteful. It's just distasteful, man, watching it. 124 yards the Vikings put up on the Saints. Now, granted, this team averages like 80-something yards rushing a game. They're not a very good rushing attack, but they put up 124 rushing yards on the Saints today. Saints had 65 yards rushing on 15 attempts, but threw the ball 43 times because they got behind, because they're dumb. They're ill-prepared and undisciplined. I'm sorry. Two and two in the red zone. They finally got into the red zone in the second half of the game. Two and three in the red zone is the Vikings. We'll go to the press conference momentarily. Y'all stick to me. I'm going to just switch screens in the second once Dennis Allen or anybody else pops up there. I promise y'all hang out with me. Stay with me. Red zone, Saints two of three. in the, I mean, the Vikings two of three in the red zone. Saints had nine penalties for 74 yards. A lot of that was their own doing. Lined up on the neutral zone when you're not supposed to Rashid Shahid. False starts and holdings and dumb stuff like that. 
It's not going to help you. Saints also had two turnovers with the interceptions. They couldn't work themselves around. And it was just all kind of ways, Ill, Ill, just ridiculous. The defense did turn on in the second half. But I wish they would have did something sooner and earlier. And that's just unfortunate that the, that the offense did not step up and play like they were supposed to in the first half under Derek Carr. And Dennis Allen, people keep asking for him to make changes, and he lies and says he's going to make changes and doesn't make changes. This team is a Dennis Allen-led team, and this is what you're going to get, a team that will middle around 500, and you'll come out and say that the division is bad and we're still in this thing. That's what he's going to give you because that's what losers are supposed to say and think. When you lose a game to a team you're supposed to beat with a quarterback who was a third stringer last week and all of a sudden he running around on you, this dude beat you worse than what he did to Falcons last week. Josh Dobbs finished with 268 yards. Two Saints quarterbacks couldn't equal that. Jameis finished 13 of 24 for of 25 for 122, two touchdowns, two picks, a 59.1 rate and just throwing the ball in the bad coverage. Derek Carr, 13 of eight. He stunk. 110. Is what he did. He was sacked twice, 87.1. Two quarterbacks couldn't equal up to Josh Dobbs. 23 of 34 uh, for 268, eight yards per throw, and he was 101.1 on the rate. And this is Josh Dobbs. Dude don't even fully know their offense. Kamara, not top back, nine carries, 42 yards. He had five yards a rush, and the Saints couldn't use him as often. I wish in the second half when he – made the game one score there, maybe two scores there. They could have mixed Elvin Kamara into it and on draw plays and do some of that. They just went all passing in the set. Like, what is all this? Why would we go all passing on even try to mix in a draw player two in there? Why would we do that? Just stupid. Elvin Kamara averaged almost five yards of rush today. Derek Carr had one scramble for 10 yards. He almost fumbled the ball, but outside of that 65 yards, rushing off of 15 carries, and the Saints threw it 43 times. When you throw it 43 times in the game, if you're the Saints, you're going to lose the game. You're going to lose. Josh Dobbs also was tied for the top rusher for his squad. He had eight scrambles for 44 yards, had a touchdown, and Ty Chandler was the second guy with 15 carries for 44 yards. Josh Dobbs averaged five and a half yards rushing, running and scrambling around for this team. It's utterly ridiculous. And Chris Olave, six catches off of nine targets for 94 yards, six yards, 16 yards per catch with a touchdown. A.T. Perry had two catches for 38 yards and a touchdown. He had one that was that was poked out of his hands. You got to grab and catch. Elvin had seven catches for 33 yards. Rashid Shaheed, five catches for 24 yards. Taysom, only two catches for 17 yards. And Taysom had one carry. Shout out to you, Brent, for that as well for mentioning. Taysom had one carry for six yards today. One carry and two catches for 17 yards. Was Taysom hurt? Did I miss something, y'all? Y'all let me know in the chat. Was Taysom Hill hurt? Did he leave the game? We had a lot of people that left the game. I know Michael Thomas left the game. He had a knee issue. Did any of the rest of these people lose the game that I wasn't aware of because a lot was going on? Did Taysom Hill leave the game because he was banged up? Why wasn't Taysom Hill utilized more in this game would be a question that they ask these people. Why would he utilize more in this contest? I, I don't get what was going on there. I, anyway, then, of course, we, we take a look at the rest of it. T.J. Hawkinson killed the Saints today. 15 targets, 11 catches, 134 yards, 12.2 yards per catch in the touchdown. The man killed him. He had 10 catches for 140 yards at halftime. So the Saints defense do, did do a much better job in the second half of neutralizing the Minnesota Vikings offense. They couldn't do anything. They stopped them, but the offense couldn't do anything. 
the power went off upstairs where the Saints offenses operate. So we only have enough power to operate in one field of the house and not in all of the house. Obviously, Demario Davis, the top tackler, him and Paulson, the Debo tied for the lead with nine tackles total apiece. Demario did get a sack, one sack the Saints got in the entire game. Pressure was increased in the second half of the game. Didn't work. Josh Metellus in uh, Jordan Hicks was the top tacklers for their team. DJ Wanham and uh, Bullard, as well as Daniel Hunter, had three sacks on them. They one of them knocked Derek Carr out of the game. So Rashid Shahid and all these guys, and what is what it is. So the Saints defense did stop the Minnesota offense offense in the second half, and the Saints offense couldn't get going enough to be able to catch up from not doing anything in the first half of the game. Did you get that? All right, so anyway, that's what it is. That's how it looks like. That's how it stinks. And it's just distasteful, man. This is just distasteful, and you're going to hear them come out and say the same thing. Brother Prime said, JW got us back in it. Sit down, haters. He got us. He... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Brother Prime, credit. Uh, thank you for the super chat, but I got to keep it real on that, bro. Jameis did get the Saints in position to make a strike, but when it came time for him to push him over the hill, he hurt him. So it's like pushing you up to the lake, like five or ten feet from where you want to drink. Like if like you taking somebody, uh, you know, you're a heart, you're leading the horse to water. You lead the horse right up 10 feet from the water and then stop right there. And you take it the rest of the way. That's what Jameis did. He didn't take him to the promised land. He made he he got him back into the game, but didn't get the game. So it really, he made it interesting. What he did was he got us more emotionally involved in the game because if, if it wasn't for Jameis' contribution, we would have checked out of this thing a full quarter prior to this. We would have checked out. This would have been what it was. So now you credit Jameis for making it competitive and getting them emotionally into the game. But I can't credit him because he did not win the game. He hurt us in the game by throwing the the first interception was it should have been a rough in the passer because the guy leaped into Jameis and knocked him down. And Fox refused to show the replay of what the guy did to Jameis. They refused to go to the replay. What they did was they played the replay of the interception from Jameis three different times from three different angles, but refused to show the defender running and jumping into Jameis that would have should have been called for a pass and should have been a rough in the passer play. That was totally admitted and missed. And Fox aided it by trying to hide that from us. I was like, why are they doing that? Because usually you would show the guy getting hit, which then would show why the interception went with what it was. But they tried to lead you to believe that Jameis threw the ball out there. I see what the dirty dogs did. They refused to pan back because of the reason why the guy shot through there and not, and hit Jameis, leap, limp, leap into him, and it should have been a personal foul on that defender for hitting Jameis. That's why that first interception went the way it did, but they refused to show the replay on that. Them dogs showed three different angles of the interception, catch being made by the defender, but refused to show the hit that led to it. How do you do that? You never see that anywhere else where they, they usually show you what created the play. They only showed the result and showed it three different ways. And I was like, why are they refusing to show the guy a uh, 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 personal foul on him that the referees refused to call? Anyway, second interception with Jameis Winston was Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston threw into triple coverage four to five yards behind where the wide receiver was at. The man didn't even have an opportunity to make a play on the ball. He just threw and heaved it in the triple coverage. That was totally irresponsible and disgusting. 
And I like Jameis, but I got to call it like I see it, bro. That was awful he did that. That was terrible. I was totally, when he did that, that disgusted me, man. Because he should have known. You could, there are other people out there. They had a wide receiver that was breaking out to the right side, going toward the right sideline that was wide open. And he totally threw in a triple coverage. That's totally disgusting and irresponsible. He should have seen the play better than that. Uh, ES, uh, ESWS Doc says defense got to stop spotting teams two quarters. That's indeed. You got a point on that, bro. But the offense also has to get points, get touchdowns in the first half, too. Thank you for that, bro. I'm trying to say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm upset by the the, the, in the second interception throw by Jameis Winston because you only allowed a certain amount of time to do this. Now, you had the momentum where you can be able to get back into the game. And credit, Jameis did something that Derek Carr could not do. He put touchdowns on the board. He put touchdowns on the board to make it a game, but did not get the game. It's a difference. Like, you get us into it, but you got to take us over and get the victory. And we couldn't do that. So, I mean, but he did more. I got to give Jameis credit for that much and give him more credit than I give the Derek Carr who couldn't even get you into the red zone today. He couldn't even get you down there. So Big Boo says, you would think that the NFL is rigged the way Jameis threw that last interception. Jameis Winston, just that's what made, that disgusted me, Big Boo. That disgusted me when he just reared back and just threw that ball like it was almost a Hail Mary throw. He just heaved it in the triple coverage. And that was disgusting because I was like, dude, what are you doing? That was like a throw that you would make for a Hail Mary at the end of a game. We had time. We had timeouts. We had, you know, the momentum on our side for you to irresponsibly do that disgusted me, man. That was just awful that they did that. Thank you, bro, for your super chat, man. Y'all stick with me, man. We still got a lot of stuff to talk about here. They haven't got Dennis Allen up on the podium. I'm monitoring it from a se- uh, from a separate uh, screen right now. And soon as soon as they go to Dennis Allen, we're going to go to it and hear whatever excuses that he got to say. Judah, thank you, man. He says you can't blame Jay Boo. He had to play hero ball. There's no blame on Jay Boo. A lot of people in the chat know. You're, I know you're not aiming that at me, but. There are a lot of people blaming Jameis Winston, but no, I got to call a spade a spade. Just like I hammer out car when he do stupid stuff. Jameis Winston, he that ball in there. And that, that, no, we don't need, we ain't need him to do hero ball right there, Judah. We didn't need him to play hero ball right there. We had time. We had, we had an opportunity where was time. We didn't have to go for a heave and triple coverage. They had better options out there. There were better options out there and Jameis can't do that. James can't get into that gunslinger hero ball mentality. He got to play team ball because there's plenty of weapons out there to go to. We ha- it, There were way better options than to throw the ball. What I'm saying is there were way better options to throw the ball into a triple coverage situation where you threw the ball three yards ahead of your closest wide receiver. That's not hero ball, bro. That's that's villain ball, dog. That's not even hero ball because that was irresponsible. Now, and, I, and that's not just for James. I would say that about any and everybody. Here's James, here go uh, this old this old stink fest over here. I've got to find a way to get this team to be more consistent. So that's on me. Um, I'll have to do a better job. So I'll take your questions. Well, yeah, I mean, look. I think the, the bigger thing really has been 
you know, our inability on first and second down to do a better job of getting them into third and longer situations. Uh, we're allowing too many first and second down conversions, not not forcing enough, you know, third downs early on in game. So um, struggled again with quarterback today. Um, you know, we had some opportunities to get him on the ground. We 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 didn't cash in on those opportunities. Um, we had some guys that were, you know, spying him, and and he made some plays. So. Um, Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. But yeah, um, we we look. We got to do a better job. Um, you know, offensively, I thought we ran the ball early in the game pretty effectively, um, and then all of a sudden you're, you're you're chasing points. It becomes a little bit more difficult to do. So, um, I think just as a team, we've got to do a better job of you know being more competitive in first halves of games. Our guys, you know, fought their tails off to give themselves a chance, but. Um, can't keep digging yourself into these holes and think you're going to be able to come back all the time. Uh, he was evaluated for a concussion. I can't really, I can't really talk about it or elaborate on it. Uh, you know, that's, yeah, we'll, we'll look at it. Um, but you know, he was out of the game because he was evaluated for a concussion. So. I, listen, I, I don't know all the answers to that. I, I think, you know, we'll see where he's at tomorrow. Dave, yeah, why, why do you think you guys respond so well? Like, you get behind and that things kind of start flowing all over the middle. Why do you think yeah, I, I, I don't really know what the answer is to that. To be, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I don't know what the answer is to that. Um, you know, I'd like to think that we could, you know, start a little faster, get the momentum going a little bit quicker. Um, you know, I do know our, our guys are – you know, never feel like they're out of it. I do know that they're going to continue to fight and battle. Um, but like I said, we can't we can't keep digging ourselves into these holes, um, you know, especially against a, a you know a good football team. Um, so. And then what, what exactly brings you? Uh, look, I thought Jameis did some good things in the game. You know, uh, got a couple of you know explosive plays. We were able to uh, score a couple of touchdowns, a couple of two two-point conversions, you know, I thought there was um, some good things that he did in terms of, you know, in the passing game. It's obviously a tough situation to come into, you know, when you're down that many points and, you know, the team really kind of knows that you're going to have to throw the ball. So uh, I thought under all those circumstances, I thought he did a, I thought he did a good job. I thought, you know, Chris and AT made, you know, some nice plays for him. Um, 
Uh, I, I, there were probably a couple of you know opportunities that I thought that we uh, we might could have cashed in on, but I thought overall I was I was I was pleased with what he was able to do under those circumstances. Well, we'll see where Derek's at. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're. Uh, well, I know we're not. We're not in a in a competition there. I thought Jameis did some some good things, um, but you know, Derek Carr's our starting quarterback. He might get hurt on that first yes, yeah. He's got a, a yeah. He's got a knee injury. Well, look, he's an exceptional route runner, you know, um, and so he ran some good routes and got open. Um, you know, we we struggled to be able to to uh, cover him today. Um, I'll go back and look at the tape and see if there's some things that maybe we could have done differently. But um, he obviously was a major factor in the game. Yeah, it 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 impacted some things that we that we were. You know, wanting to do. I thought overall, I thought At Perry came in and and uh, and performed well. Uh, but I think anytime you lose a guy of you know Mike's magnitude, it, it affects what you're doing. Guys, I know you talked about the slow start defensively. Do you feel like overall the unit has progressed this season? Not as good. Not uh, progressed or regressed. Regressed. Well, I don't think we're playing as well as we're capable of playing. You know. Um, so, yeah, I don't think we're playing as good as we're capable of playing. I think we need to play better. As for uh, Parkinson doing like a lot of like zone beater stuff, or DSM man? Uh, no, I think he beat us in zone. He beat us in man. You know, he he beat us on a few things. Is there anything you can say about? Sorry, now we're going on a little injuries. Is there anything you can say about Lattimore? He's got an ankle. So Mike Thomas, uh, any, any any issues really coming out of the game, you know, really is Mike, you know, with the knee and, and Lattimore with the ankle. Um, and then obviously, you know, uh, Carr, you know, is in the concussion protocol. Well, look, the focus for the players is to get away, get their minds off of football for just a little bit. Um, uh, kind of reset again, um, get their bodies healthy. So there's a lot of rehab that's going to be going on, uh, you know, over this next week, try to get guys healthy and, and, and get back. Um, and then us as coaches, we got to look at how we can put some better plans together uh, to give our guys more opportunities to be successful. Yeah, look, I, I mean, you play a game like this, you, yeah, you kind of want to reset a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it comes at a good time or, or not. You know, um, we'll make we'll, – we'll, we'll evaluate, you know, kind of this tape and see what we can do better. And uh, then we gotta we got to get ready for Atlanta. Can you look at the interceptions at the end of Jameis just because of the situation you all are in? Um, look, without seeing the, the whole thing, you know, I'll probably reserve judgment on that. You know, um, again, you know, when you're in those situations and, 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 you know, you're kind of in a little bit of desperation mode, 
um, you know, sometimes those things happen. So. Yeah. 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 Um, I think when you when you get down like that so early in the game, it 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 really limits a lot of things that you want to try to be able to accomplish in a game. And so, um, you know, we got to be better defensively of, of keeping the score down, you know, in the game in the early part of the game so we can have a, you know, what we what we have is our game plan going in offensively. You know, you kind of get out of it. You know, probably by the you know early part of the second quarter, just because you're you're now chasing points. Yeah, I think probably you know uh, just a little bit of both. You know, we had a couple of thoughts coming out of halftime of things that we liked and. You know, I thought our guys executed uh, those things a little bit better, and um, you know, some of the tempo stuff again was 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 pretty good for us. And would you say similarly, like kind of both those things on the defensive side as well, just like scoring down? Yeah, I think that was I think that was a lot more about you know getting our eyes in the right spot and our our execution more so than it was a, a kind of a change in philosophy or calls or whatever. Do you have any comment about what happened with uh, Mike on Friday night? No. All right, guys, thanks. My goodness, man. It's just more of the same with this guy, man. It's not having any answers, but I'm not mad, and I, I've been saying this for a while, man. Shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being in this one, man. This was a tough one here. This was a tough one, man. He he's not, he's not a head coach, family. The man is not a head coach. He shouldn't have this job. It was a really good statement somebody just made a comment in the comment section, uh, which was you know I'm, it could be possibly the comment of the stream, and that's this one. Shout out, shout out to Saints production. We are turning into the New Orleans Raiders. That is something else right there to even much think about. And I doubt anybody else would probably try to get Jameis Winston to pop up there. You know, it's hard to get Saints when they lose. You know, you, you, you he, Dennis Allen got to get up there. But the rest of them, boy, they're going to have trouble. So if anybody else pop up, man, I'm monitoring on my other stream screen and I'll pop it up there. But turning into the Los Angeles, the New Orleans Raiders, man, it's, I'm not mad at Dennis Allen because Dennis Allen is not anybody's head coach. The only reason why he got this job is because Mickey Loomis hired him because Sean Payton told him to. Now he'll deny that. He'll say that Mickey, Mickey will say that Sean made, told him that Dennis Allen should be the apparent of the uh, person behind me that leads it. And we thinking like, surely if you said that the saints were set up for a competent coach to come in and pick up and just keep winning, the talent was in-house. They had all the talent they could ever need, the resources, everything was here. But if you got a guy that don't have uh, the head coach mentality or even a leader mentality or a person that believes in accountability or implements discipline, you, he would squander these resources. What I'm saying is the team is five and five at the, 
10 weeks into the season, the teams are five and high. That is so Dennis Allen. That is so Dennis Allen. Anything else than that, less than that, or anyway, if you think in the six and four going, this team is so Dennis Allen. It really is. The fact that 10 weeks into the NFL season, the Saints offense is still having problems putting up touchdowns on Derek Carr. Derek Carr was in the game for the majority of the time, and Derek Carr couldn't even guide the Saints offense to a touchdown at all at one point in this game before they knocked his ass out of the game. Jameis comes in, automatically gets two touchdowns and makes it a game totally outperformed Carr. But Dennis Allen said, there is no QB controversy. Derek's our guy. Tell me you were surprised by that. Please, please tell me you wasn't. You were, that is, that Dennis Allen saying that, that is, is no controversy, is not breaking news. Uh, excuse me, Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen is absolutely over his head. He's a guy that don't even realize the enormity of what's going on right now. I mean, seriously, it's like he would be the guy on the beach that would sit there with a, with a beach chair, like one of them long ass beach chairs and rubber ones that you sit on when you go to the beach and you have an umbrella, you stick it in the sand behind the chair and you got a drink. And as the, and as he's looking at the water, leave the beach and go out into the sea, and then the water disappears. And you'd be like, oh, I wonder what that is. And just sits there and watch it and wonders, I wonder if the water, why, why the water going way out there? He would sit there, and then the tsunami coming would wash his dumb ass away. See, this is the problem. The dude don't realize the enormity of what's going on around him. He really don't. And the fact of the matter that he would pull from how weak the division is to justify the fact that the Saints are failing, whether the, 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 the division is weak or strong is is inconsequential into what we're talking about. Whether it's weak or strong, that has nothing to do with it. Your success and what you're doing should be totally an in-house measurement. We have to be able to fix what's wrong with the offense. And this problem, this is huge, it's big. Ten weeks into the season, the Saints are still struggling with offensive issues. Derek Carr couldn't do nothing. Jameis Winston comes in there and puts two touchdowns up, but ultimately – Jameis is a gunslinger. He takes risks that he shouldn't have to risk. That's a part of Jameis's game. To try to get him to do something else would be against the nature of Jameis. Jameis gets you into stuff. Sometimes Jameis gets you into trouble too. He made it exciting toward the back end, but no doubt about it, even though he threw uh, the first pick on uh, blame on him because he was he should have that should have been a, a flag for the guy running into him like that that they tried to hide on camera by the way. And then the second one was totally Jameis where he just threw it in the triple coverage. That was dumb, but. He outperformed Carr. That's the point, and there is no QB controversy. Dennis Allen doesn't surprise me because he's not a real head coach. The 5-5 five and five is indicative of who Dennis Allen is. The team plays to the energy and the level and the intelligence of the head coach. Very rarely do you see teams outperform or win spite of the coach, spite of him. The Saints of 500 at 10 weeks, you tell me out there, the people that looked at the, the Saints – team, how they are presently built, and the schedule and said the Saints to be 500 at 10, 10 weeks outside of Uncle Pauly. Uncle Pauly would have said, I think they probably, Uncle Pauly said they're 500 at, if you ask him that question, he would say that. So it's just ridiculous, man. James, regardless of the interception by James, James, that's what James gives you. He's a gunslinger. He brings the excitement edge. He, he does things he's not supposed to do. 
And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Like when Jameis scrambled to the left and threw across the field into the end zone to A.T. Perry, I swear all offensive coaches would say, no, because you're never supposed to do that. But Jameis pulled it off. Regardless of interception or not, he still outperformed that weak-ass Derek Carr today. He outperformed him. And had Derek Carr did his job and got one touchdown before he got knocked out of the game, we'd have been looking like something. So, I mean, they're going to say about Jameis, but what about Carr? Don't forget it's Derek Carr's team. There is no QB controversy because this guy is attached to, to, to Carr. Is Dennis Allen. And that Raider commentary, that was totally on point like a dog because we damn sure don't look like any good Saint team that I've seen of recent. Here's Jameis Winston, fam. I'm going to bring in Pops Q after here. Go, Jameis Winston. Here you go. I mean, that, that was just us as a whole. When we were able to execute and, uh, and do the things that we're capable of doing, we get good results. There's a run pass option. Um, I'm not sure what uh what play you saw. I think it was third and three, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because I believe we converted on the fourth down, uh, the fourth and one, the next play. Uh, but I, I I really don't know what which which play you're talking about. I mean, we we were in obvious passing situations, and uh, and we we had to we had to push the ball downfield. Um, I, I just commend the guys just for continue to fight, man. We we never gave up, uh, and we gave it all we got. Uh, Chris is just an unbelievable receiver. You know, when you give him opportunities, he does great things. Oh man, that's just at. You know, won his first touchdown so bad that uh, he goes up top and, uh, and makes a great play. Um, that's, that sometimes the best plays in football is the scramble drill. Uh, and me and AT, we work in every Tuesday. Uh, let him know, like, hey, when you get a one-on-one opportunity, man, go up there and make a play. Uh, I, I saw him in the corner of the end zone by himself, uh, and as I as I let it go, I saw seven break on it. So I just gave him a ball that only he can get to. Yeah, I mean, we we have a great group of guys. Uh, we just have to have to get it together. Rasheed, Chris, Mike, At, uh, tight end group with Jawan, Taysom, and Foster. Like, we got guys that can really go. Um, we just got to continue to to develop to to develop, continue to get better and execute. Yeah, it's just it's always next man up uh, mentality, and everybody out there is grateful for their opportunities. And uh, those guys, they took advantage of it. Uh, we just didn't end up on the winning side. Yeah, I'm grateful every time I get out there. Uh, I just want to finish. Man, we so close. We so close. You just saw, uh, and really the first half showed it all how uh, we were just so close to converting and things were open and we just needed one extra second or we needed the ball to be 
right here a little bit more. Um, I think I think we got it, man. Like this is this is obviously you want to go with a win heading to the bye week, uh, but this is a time where we all gonna dig deep inside, look inside of ourselves and and come out on top, man. I believe this team uh, has the will to persevere. I believe this is a resilient team. I believe we got some resilient coaches. Now it's time to go do that. Which one? The, the the second one. I was trying to give Rashid Shahid a chance down the field, but in that in that case, uh, take what the defense gives you. Um, we got a chance to tie up the game, uh, and that's why I said we just got to finish. I got to finish. Uh, the first one, I just gave Chris Chris a chance. Had some pressure up the middle. Uh, at the end of the day, it don't really matter when you don't win. Uh, those get uh, escalated, but when you win, you know you can move on and uh, find a way to get better. But myself. Uh, I'm continuing to, to to be studious. I'm, I'm continuing to give it all I got when I'm out there. So I'm grateful that I had that opportunity, and uh, and I continue to get better and finish stronger. Well, I'm I'm only I only can focus on right now, and right now we didn't finish. Uh, so that's the that's the biggest thing. So it's really next to this. Is, Owen to this bye week, continue to prepare, uh, continue to find ways to build on the positives and eliminate the negatives. Man, I'm, 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 if, if I'm given an opportunity, uh, I, I promise you I'm going to be doing my best uh, to execute, uh, stay disciplined, and, uh, and give my team all I got. But, man, we got a great group of guys, so I know uh, any and everybody Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, we'll be ready. Man, I, I don't like going, going into about weeks losing. You know, uh, so we, we, we definitely gonna have to just sit sit on this bye week and evaluate how we can get better. Uh, I think that's gonna be our main focus. Yeah, I apologize for this but you guys created kind of the last 20 minutes of the game. Like, like it was, you gotta go now. Is that by design? Is that what the defense was presenting? I think it was only one run play, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we were in obvious passing situations, you know, uh, until we got down by, by one score. So, uh, I mean, that, that that's what was given. You know, so we got to go out there and execute. You know, we got to be grateful when we are down the field. Anytime we're on the field, we got to go out there and put our put our best tape on film. Um, obviously, that worked for the first two touchdown runs where we kind of got the offense. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, like, it's always one of those hindsight things. You know? Yeah. Well, we I mean, we gonna we gonna check it out. 
we're gonna get back to them. You know, right now I, I'm not able to visualize. You know what we could have done. Like it's it's a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Uh, however, uh, we need to finish, and uh, and we will finish. So right now it's about eliminating the negatives and building on the positives. And we got a lot of positives out there. You know, uh, so we got to do that, and we will. Well, well, I mean, they're just great players. Chris is an amazing player. Uh, AT is a great young player. Rashid Shahid is an unbelievable player. Lynn, Lynn even got out there and got a catch, you know. Uh, I think we got an amazing group of guys, man. And uh, we just got to find ways to continue to get better. Uh, I believe we're gelling together as a, as a team. Um, this one just was unfortunate. So uh, we got to get back in the drawing boards, come together, come closer together as a team, and build off this. All right, thank you. All right, that was Jameis, man. I don't know if they got anybody else that's going to get up on that podium and talk. We'll wait and see. But as this goes on, man, all I can say is is what's interesting is that's probably be the last dude of the day right there. Probably, But the issue is the whole thing with the offense led by Derek Carr stinks, you know. And, of course, Jameis is going to get a lot of the blame because the Saints didn't win the game, Jameis came in with the lead. What was the lead? Like 20, what was the lead? I forget, man. I forget, but he came in and the Saints were down by, what, two scores? Three scores? About three scores and he made it a one, you know, with, of course, with the two-point two version and all, but Jameis had, the, I think, one of the negative plays was the interception, the last interception, but overall, if you watch James play, the offense had a lot more life with him. Now, had they made the switch earlier, like sooner, things could have been could have been different. Derek Carr didn't do anything for the Saints offense. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nothing. He was being totally outperformed by the by a guy that's a journeyman that just got there not too long ago. With the Vikings, he was being outperformed by that guy. And this is a guy that's a 10-year veteran, supposed to be, with a $150 million contract. He was totally getting outperformed. Was overthrowing people, underthrowing people, disjointed as usual. But Carr, but Dennis Allen stands up there and says, there's no QB controversy. Derek's the guy. See, and he's like, what's wrong with this guy, Q? He, this dude, this dude doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. It's not that he knows something you don't know. He doesn't understand. And I'm saying, like, how could he, how could that even be the case? You got a guy who's a head coach of an NFL team. And the crazy part about it is this guy was somebody else head coach prior to him taking our job. So you can't even give him that excuse. Well, CQ, he first time head coach. You got to figure it out. It's only second year doing it. Nah, this dude was a guy that was, that was a coach in the previous stop. Took a 10-year break off, got paid by the Saints, came back and was given a job by Mickey Loomis, who was told by Sean Payton to take the job. The guy, the guy doesn't have it. This is what people that are doing something they're not supposed to do. This is what it looks like. It's chaos. There's no accountability. There's no direction. And the team mirrors the mentality and the energy of the head coach. It's an up-and-down team with an up-and-down coach that's missing stuff. 
Ain't talking about, I don't know what I got to do to find it, bro. How many weeks we got to go on to hear Dennis Allen saying the same stuff over and over again? How many weeks? But anyway, let's bring in Pop Q. Let's see what Pop's Q had to say. Pops, welcome on in, man. Let's hear your thought process on the game. Here we go. Well, son, I, I'll be honest with you. I thought we would have a better game than we did, than we got. But again, uh, the top, our quarterback, the playing Statue of Liberty again. And when he's going to realize that play don't work no more. He's always late on his throws. I mean, he's going to get his um, some of his wide receivers hurt because they're going for diving for balls that are underthrown or you overthrow them and he's, he's trying to get it. And he didn't have a he didn't have a good he wasn't having a good performance when he got hurt. They brought Jamison. Jamison sparked the offense a little bit, but then it's a little bit too late, a little too late, you know, because it was going into the second quarter, I mean, into the third quarter. Team down by 27 points, 27 to three, I think, something you were talking about, how Jamison brought him back. And uh, you just you just can't, you just can't, uh, uh, don't, he doesn't move the offense fast. It's like they're, like they're running in mud. You know, they don't hit the holes real quick. You know, how Kamari used to have that burst. And it's like, boom, he hit the hole and he's gone just about. But now they, you know, they plod along and the defenses are catching up with them. They don't make, they don't rush the ball well. All that stops, all that, to me, personally, all that starts who's at, at who's running the show, the quarterback. And Derek does not seem to be performing. We we know Derek did the same thing when he was quarterback in the Oakland Raiders. That's the reason why they sent him on. They sent him packing. They couldn't win with this guy. And you know, he by now with the games that's on the line, the, the you know that they won, they should be further than they are right now. Minnesota Vikings was a beatable team. The defense was behind the whole first half. But when the second half came in, they held Minnesota to three points. That tells me that something's wrong with the offense. We couldn't get any we couldn't get anything done in the red zone, except for a few passes that Jameson put in there. And you know, I, it's gonna be time for some reevaluation. I I don't think that Dennis Allison had the right mentality. To be a head coach, you got to be. You got to have a bulldog mentality to be a head coach in the NFL these days. Players don't seem to be respecting what he's saying. You know, they don't seem like they're paying too much attention to him. They're going out there like robots. Get a few plays and you know, make by check. He needs a new breath of fresh air to blow through the halls of the sinks. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not enamored by. Dennis Allen at all as a head coach. It seems like to me, the team don't respect him that much. They're going out there and the offensive line plays well sometimes and offensive line sucks. So they just they just did when they when they turn the dogs on, it was on it was on. It was on. I don't know how it's gonna get, but I don't I don't know if Derek Carr is the answer. For this team, I don't even know if Jameis is the answer. You know, even though Jameis did give him a spark, he threw that ball up. 
like who he was throwing the ball to. And that's how the guy got the interception. And I I I don't like I said, I don't know what's going on, what's gonna happen eventually with them. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, to be honest with you. I don't I don't foresee them doing that. Uh you got you got nine games left. I don't see how they're gonna make the playoffs unless they go into a run. You know, and 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 even you know, you might be might be possible, depending on how the stretch of the schedule is and how they play the, the game of football. But if Derek Carr doesn't pick the pace up, he, he seems like he's moving in slow motion. Takes a long time for his reads to, to, to get focused on his reads. And that allows the defense to react and scoop him up. See, so I, I just don't see it. I, I don't understand that. I don't see them getting to the playoffs this year. I really don't. They have to turn around in a hurry. They got to have a whip, bang, speed, high speed like I mean, one thing about Drew, Drew would dance around a little bit. Drew would get that ball out quick. He knew where the ball was going. He knew who he wanted to go to as soon as he dropped back. Because he, he reads, in other words, I don't know if Derek can read the second, read the average, you know, have his reads, uh, reading his reads correctly. It's, you know, so I, I I don't know, son. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if they're going to make the playoff, but I don't feel like they will. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it. Um, I know that uh, if it's, if this trend continues, and more than likely probably will, because Derek Carr is really struggling with the Saints offense. It's always something every game. The majority of the games is disconnection, is issues with him and some wide receiver. It's in, and usually you see it with the big names. If it's a Michael or a Chris Olave or Rashid Shaheed, one of these guys, it's always something. It's a lot of check downs. It's a lot of stuff going on with him. You and when you study the film, you're going to see that there were once again it was opportunities opportunities for him to get the ball up the field. He didn't see it, and he wasn't patient. But it's not flowing for Derek Carr, and I and I think Carr is trying his best, maybe a little too hard, maybe, but it's not working, man. And the Saints have to figure out a way how to get into the running attack. They totally abandoned running attack because they were behind by multiple scores. They were. The game went sour in the second half, uh, in the first half. And if we'd have got a score in the first half with Carr, it, it might have lessened the blow a bit. And perhaps with Jameis's scores in the second half, but it's almost too much to ask you. You start your, your quarterback to come in and you're trailing. Uh, what was the score, family? Y'all put it up there. I'm almost like I'm trying to forget it. 27 to 3. And then Jameis comes in to the game and the game ends 27 to 19. So you got to kind of, Look at it like that and understand, well, Jameis came in the game, but this was the score when Carr had the game, when he left out of the game. So he turns the game over to Jameis at 27-3. to The Vikings, you know, it had to be something like that. I think it was, was it 27-3? But anyway, it's just ridiculous, man. And it's almost too much to ask for, for you to get Jameis, say, Jameis, we losing 27-3, go win the game for us. And then we end up losing 27-19. to Almost did. He got down there and had the interception because he's, he was gunslinging, trying to get him involved. It just didn't work. But you're going to have people kind of push off and say, well, Jameis had an opportunity. He was in there. He's supposed to win. The issue is Derek Carr. Da- Dennis comes out and says, Dennis Carr or Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the quarterback. There's no QB controversy there. He's our quarterback. He's our guy. The guy's not cutting the cheese. 
He's not cutting the. He is cutting the cheese. I ain't gonna lie to you. He's stinking the damn place up, but he ain't cutting the mustard. Let me tell you something. He's not cutting the mustard. He's cutting the cheese. Let me tell you. It's it's the funky as a dog up in the room. But he has to understand, like the Saints got, if they're gonna keep Carr situated on top of the team, they got to figure a way to get this going. And I don't think they have the person in the building to do that. If they did, we wouldn't keep having reoccurring issues with the Saints offense, with this this connection, people not knowing where they're going, him throwing to the wrong spots, him overthrowing people. You know, it's just, it's all, it's 10 weeks into the season. It's not supposed to be steady disjointing like this. The offense is supposed to have some kind of flow to it, and it doesn't. Once again, the Saints offense in the first half came out like it did in the second half of last week's game, which means it was four quarters of funky, uh, back, disciplined, undisciplined, dysfunctional, nasty, trifling football where they didn't score. I don't think they scored a touchdown in the, in the two quarters at the end of the last game. In the two quarters this game, when Carr led the team, they couldn't even move. They couldn't even do anything. They died in the second half last week, and they died in the first half this week. And it took Jameis to come out there to put scores on the table to make it more of a competitive game. Had he not did that and they stepped with Carr, stayed with Carr in the game, because they would stay with Carr, had he not got knocked out of the game, the Saints would have been, the the loss would have been even worse. They would have probably scored almost 40 points on you because he would have been three and out all over the place. The defense would have been tired. At least with Jameis, it did provide a spark, and the defense was able to galvanize behind it to kind of do some positive stuff there. So, in the end, it's a loss. Saints go down to it, and like I said, man, it is it's it's it it stinks. It's awful. Chris says New Orleans Raiders comment still haunts me. Q, yeah, that was a terrific comment by uh, what was who who said it? Saints News. Shout out to Saints News, man. You, hey, bro, you let you you put that comment on there. You did. Dennis Allen is turning the Saints into from the Saints to the Raiders. And that's not a good thing because the Raiders stunk under Carr and under Dennis Allen. So we don't want to go in that direction, but we already stuck. And Mickey Loomis don't have any vision. Fam, do you we could talk? I'm not mad at Dennis Allen because Dennis Allen doesn't know. He doesn't know. That's why he's like that. The man don't know. He don't know. He don't have any answers. And he's not looking for any answers. He don't, he knows the answer is you got to change. You got to change your personnel. And what he did when, when they was losing before, before they went on two game winning streak, what he said, oh no, it won't be no changes. He knows if you want to win and stay steady, you got to change, but he doesn't want to make the change. You know what that makes you? That makes you a dinosaur. You know what happened to dinosaurs? They get huge ass rocks from space that land on top of their head to wipe them out forever. That's what happened to them. Hopefully a meteorite comes along, you know, and, and cleans this whole room up here and takes the two dinosaurs that sitting in the Saints facility, Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis out here at the same time. It's ridiculous, man. No vision. And Mickey Loomis is supposed to see this, see who this guy is, look at his history, understanding I don't want the direction of the team headed in this way. And since Dennis Allen doesn't have the intelligence or maybe not intelligence, but the vision to be able to make the change, Mickey Lomas then forces him to make the change by putting pressure on him, being that he is boss, as opposed to allow him to tear the team down by transforming them into a Raider team that can't win anything. So it's yeah, it's 27 three. That's totally awful. And Dennis, Derek Carr was awful in that game. We got to keep the, keep the, 
stuff up on him. And and, and if Lowe's team, the birds win, man, and, and take the lead back, the Saints don't want they, they're not they're not trying to win nothing, bro. I, I hate to say it, man, but you don't do you don't do what you do in this game. And, and you trying to convince me that you're trying to win games. I'm sorry. This is not this is not the type of mentality of a team that wants to win. They play half a game, so they t- they're basically playing with us. They take half the game. Okay, offense, you stink this, the first half, and then we're going to switch it, and then the defense, y'all, y'all going to play in the second half, offense playing the first half. First half, nobody was playing. Offense or defense wasn't playing <laughs> second half. That's why they were trailing 27-3 to when Jameis came in the game. Defense did wake up. Offense did half the job. They're supposed to get the other stuff to push it, but this is awful, man. So, I mean, we're going to keep it pushing, man. But, yeah, Pops, uh, what, and this is the thing moving forward. We talk about dinosaurs and huge rocks from the space that made the dinosaurs an afterthought. That's what happened with people that can't adjust and change. They are, they slowly or quickly in the NFL, they die off, they get pushed out but th- into the tar pits. But this is the reality that we're facing as the Saints people. Saints limp into the bye week because we're missing a lot of people. Mike Thomas got a knee issue. Laddie Daddy was carted out. Carr, who people not really excited about Carr, but I still want the dude to be okay. He was carted out with chest and arm issues, or with a concussion, actually, a concussion and arms issue because he got blew up on the play. And uh, we got some other people that's kind of banged up and danged up going into the bye week. So that's cool. But the five and five after 10 weeks and if Atlanta takes it and they do what they got to do, I'm not mad at Atlanta because the Saints ain't really serious about putting no games together, man. No team that's worth they salt going to play like this. It's going to come out here and play like the defense played in the first half and let them people run and move around on them. And they were supposed to be focusing on stopping that from happening. And the same thing that we knew they were supposed to do and they knew they were supposed to do, they didn't do it. And, and let at the, ha- the half of the game, they allowed them to do that. But you don't hear nobody. There was no Cam Jordan. There was none of them came out there and talked on that. Notice that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's just one of these things where this team, not to me, man, they ain't trying to win nothing if you're playing like that. So comment on that, Pops, and uh, I'm going to uh, get ready to end the stream a little bit. Look at the first half, and it was the same with the Chicago game. Quarterback running like you, like just running. They didn't even have to use their running backs all day. The, 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 the field spread wide open defense. They just fought the back just running all over the place. Nobody stopping nobody. And it's it's just, I, I don't know. The, I'm not a coach. I, I don't have the answers either. I'm like you. I'm just saying that somebody got to do something. We may have to change. I, 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 me, I, my suggestion is to get a, get a, uh, uh, a coach in here that's gonna take this team and bro- and 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 bring it to where it need to be bought. And they got a few candidates out there, but they got to be willing to make the right decision to get them in there. Like Dennis Allen, previous stint didn't work. He was the head coach of the Raiders, I believe. Didn't work. Derek Carr was the was the, uh, the quarterback uh, for the for the uh, Raiders, and it, he he didn't do well there. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, so I see a lot of things happening. He's standing there. He holds the ball too much. Sometimes he makes the wrong reach. I don't know what, what's, what it's, what's with his timing. His, his timing is so bad. See, it's like he waits too long to get rid of the ball. He's been doing that all season long. That's why he's still rather standing there and take those sacks. You know what I'm saying, son? He'll take them sacks rather than trying to throw the ball away or even run. You, I mean, I've seen this occasion where he had the whole field in front, in front of him wide open. He could run for first downs. He don't do it. He's standing there. That's the, that's, that's the mentality of, of the new quarterbacks of the day. They're going to run. You're not gonna stay in the pocket. It's on you. It's on the Saints defense to stop that, and it's been going on every single game that that been been played uh, thus far. These eight, these opposing quarterbacks, been running up and down the field on the Saints, getting key first downs when the defense should stop them to be able to spy hit somebody on him to stop him from doing that. They're not doing. It. They're dropping eight in the in the backfield. And the quarterback, the field opens up. There you go. The quarterback's gone. First down. The, even remember the last week, you the the, the, uh, the young kid that coached Chicago had a big, big, big run right up the middle of the field when the when the, the the defense just opened up. And our offensive line is bad. It's playing bad. I, I you know. I don't know what what the, what else to say about Ramtech. Ramtech is always getting beat, and some of the other guys are getting beat. He's not by himself, and it's just just it's just time to figure out what's wrong with this team. If Dennis Allen can't, we got to find somebody who can to get this team back where it need to be. All right, thank you, pops. Uh, it was interesting. Is um, yeah, Ram. You mentioned Ramcheck, man. I, I I don't know what to say about that, man. I don't know what to say about Ramcheck, man. Ramcheck did a pretty decent job, but the guy or put a spin move, put him in the in the in the washing machine, boy. I'm talking about the old school wash the green ones, the old school green washing machine where you got the agitator in there to tear your arm up if you stick it in there. Boy, they, they he put him in a in a violet 1990s green olive orange uh, olive uh, toned washing machine. Well, he spent him, spent him around, boy, and Ramcheck didn't know what world he was in. Spent him around, went after him. It's just, and then Ramcheck to me, man, I don't know what to say about Ramcheck and some of these other guys, man. But, but really, truthfully, I have to focus because there's a lot of stuff. I really have to focus on Derek Carr because under his stewardship, this offense is not moving. And for Dennis Allen to be so super supportive of a guy that's really not doing anything, you look at his statistics through ten games is laughable. For a guy making that kind of money, you have all of these weapons. None of these guys are hurt. These people are still here. I don't get what you still are doing that. Anyway, Chris says, Q, question, what record do the Saints have to finish with for Dennis Allen 
to most likely be fired. Like, right, what are we, five and five? Let's say if he loses every game that's left from here on to the rest of the year, he gets, you know, they're uncompetitive and they lose every game from now on in. I think that's how I do it. But the problem is he would never lose more. He would not, he won't win as much as you want him to win. And he will never lose as much as you need him to lose for you to get him out of here. He'll put you, he'll middle pack you just like what we're saying right now, five and five on 10 weeks. And that's good enough for them to excuse led. That's good enough for them to make excuses and come and create a, a, a scenario or a campaign to protect him. They'll disappear like last year. They disappeared when they were supposed to do press conferences. They didn't do press conference. I was pointing all this out. Like where they had, they ran, they would, they refused to address the issues until way after the fact. That's not accountability. That's sneaky, underhanded, snake oil salesman type behavior. When people are asking you questions, you got to stand. You're going to take their money for this product. You got to stand before them to ask questions. You can't run away from the heat. You can't take their money and run. I won't let you do that. So uh, he won't. This guy, he ain't going to lose the rest of these games, bro. He going to win. He going to middle pack you. He going to win just enough to stay from firing and just enough to maybe keep you outside the playoff window and good enough just to keep you from getting the top five picks. He went just enough to middle pack you. You'll end up drafting somewhere in the 14, 15, 16, somewhere along up in there. You won't lose enough for him to get fired. And I don't think he'll lose enough because this team ain't that bad where it'll just bottom out and lose eight straight games or whatever we got left and, and, and be that with it at. I think the team is talented enough to win, but it takes the coach on top of the team to push them over. And they simply – he simply just don't have it, man. Like I said, I'm not mad at him, but I am mad at Mickey for picking this guy because Sean Payton told you to. You're supposed to have two. You're supposed to have a brain. You you Payton's coach. You pick Payton. You're supposed to do the research. Now you went and looked at all these other guys. And you want to tell me they they weren't more qualified than Dennis Allen? You had eight hour meetings with Eric Bieniemy, and still decided and offered him an offensive coordinator over Dennis Allen. This man way better than Dennis Allen. More credible. He got Super Bowl rings and everything. You chose it's just amazing to me how the, it's like the good old boy circle. It hurts you. You don't be hiring people unless they're credible. I don't care what they look like. You hire people unless they're credible and they can do the job at a high level. And that is not Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen is nobody's head coach. He is not. All right. So yeah, that's the question, bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, Chris, man, for hanging in there, man. Uh, I know a lot of the family members are upset, man. I'm upset too, fam. It, this is doesn't make any sense. But like I said, the Saints losing the teams like Green Bay. That's Dennis Allen, man. Losing to Tampa Bay, 26-9. to that's, that's, that's Dennis Allen. Then you lose to, uh, who was the other team you, you lost? It's just teams that you don't even supposed to be losing to. Who, who lose to Green Bay? Who, lo- who loses to Green Bay or Tampa Bay and both them teams right now getting it handed to them? Who loses to those teams? you supposed to be a team with $150 million quarterback. You know? Who, who does that? So in, yeah, eight hours with Eric being a man and everything and then offer him an offensive coordinator job. Like Dennis Allen sitting here with Super Bowl rings. And basically they set the team up, handed it to Dennis Allen with everything in place, and he just 79 the first year. He happy because that's more wins than he's ever had as a head coach. More wins. That's a personal achievement for Dennis Allen. Not, a, not one for this franchise. 79 was the worst record we had since our Katrina year since Katrina, but it's the best record Dennis Allen's ever had as a head coach. He was happy about that. He never won seven games before as a head coach anywhere. 
So, I mean, it's a big, you see where the floor is a different floor. And see, that's a mismatch. That's a, what you call it? Uh, we just do you do some mismatch. It's a, yeah, what's it called? It was so, yeah, it's not, that's not, it's not, that's not equally yoked, as they say, as the pastor would say. That's not equally yoked right there. When you got a guy, his best record winning for you is 79, and your one of your worst seasons in over a decade was a, was a, was a, was a record that was well below 500. That's not an equally yoke, and that's how we know this thing won't work because he does, and then. It would work if he was a bit more of a visionary, but he's not. He's a dinosaur. He refuses to make changes that are obviously clear that you need to make. He refuses to do them, even though he tells you you will, and then, then turns back and says as he won't. He and, and that then becomes Mickey Loomis's problem. Then I would turn, I would stop looking at him because he's crazy. And I would turn to Mickey Loomis and say, why did you ha- hire this crazy dog over here who don't even know when he's supposed to make changes or not? What are you doing? Are you going to force him to make these changes? Then that's when the changes be- it becomes problematic because Mickey's supposed to be on top of this stuff, fixing this, getting it together. So, like I said, I think it'll be a middle of packing type situation with Dennis Allen. Because today, the Saints didn't come out. They weren't trying to prepare. They weren't preparing to win this game. They didn't come out and try to win this game, in my estimation. I'm not crapping down on the team. I'm calling it like it is. I watch all this stuff all the time, just like y'all. And I'm telling y'all, Saints didn't come out here to perform. They weren't prepared to win. They they didn't come and travel all that way. They could have saved a lot of money and gas if they didn't want to play. They went up there and played the defense, played a half a quarter. And got paid for four quarters. The offense didn't play, but wait, a quarter and a half? But still get paid for four quarters. That's not a good transaction, man, on anybody's book. At any financial ledger that's worth anything, you don't, I, I don't want to pay you for work that you did not do. You didn't earn that money. To me, if you didn't earn that money, you're stealing that money. You stole, they stole money. They played a half a game, play them, pay them a half a game. Oh, don't do that. You got to pay me everything. Pay pay all of me. You didn't earn the money. You didn't earn it for two quarters. You did not earn that money. You didn't earn it. But that, but Carl be pissy with you if you try to take his $20 million or whatever it is a season away from him, and he out there looking crappy, looking terrible like that. Man, I tell you, man, it's, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Anyway, listen, we're going to get ready to get out on that. Uh, listen, I appreciate all y'all for tuning in on this one, man. I'm going to be back. Uh, tomorrow, man. Friday, we'll do a Monday stream. Be back on Monday, man. We'll, and I'll open up the phone lines, let the family members chime in, uh, and get your head, get your 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 mind right, and kind of you know, and pack you in there and and let everybody speak their mind on the Monday stream. Uh, and you will hear from Dennis Allen and several other Saints interviews on Monday, Monday afternoon. We'll be covering here at the Sports Coma as we getting ready to go into the buy at five and five. We got all type of stuff. We'll know something about Lattimore. We'll know something about Michael Thomas had a knee issue, which he wasn't able to play in the game. So a lot of stuff we'll know on the other side. So appreciate y'all for chiming in on this episode of show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, sorry about the out the, the result, but hold on before I go. Let me give a shout out to Brother Brent. Because Brent, while the interviews is going, he has cash app. And let me just get Brent stuff out the way, man. Thank you, Brent. Uh, hold on, my, my friend. Let me see if I can get your ones in there. He said, uh, for politics, not using the most qualified in the position. Yes, sir. He said, they are busy using Taysom on punt blocks. He says, creative out overcomes predictive uh, consistency. Predictive consistency. He also says consistency is, isn't the answer that's that's predictable. He says, for what's that proud peacock possum? He said, <laughs> where's that proud pe- peacock possum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's the proud, where that peacock at? When they were winning them games, he was up there fussing, talking about fuss that Jeff Dunkin' Donuts and told him, hey, man, listen, uh, he got, he got, he got kind of buck on uh, Jeff Dunkin' Donuts when he asked him about, uh, adjustments and Jeff just asked a good question and Dennis said, Oh, that's just ridiculous. You know, stop it. Stop it. Uh, over the halftime adjustment is overrated. Got on Jeff. Don't, don't, don't was like, Man, damn, bro. I was just asking you about adjustments. Anybody ask you about adjustments? That's overrated. We just tell him, Do their job better. Do this better. Do that better. What's that proud peacock today? What that proud peacock out there? That's right. All right. He also says D.A. need to see the tape. He didn't see the game. He did. He, he wasn't at the game. D.A. was on a whole nother planet watching the game. He sat up there and watched that. Didn't get it. His defense didn't show up for half a quarter. Then they finally showed up. The offense showed up with Jameis Winston after quarter. Get back. Gets knocked out of the game. No matter how you slice and dice it, it wasn't a full game for none of our units. The offense and defense just showed up for a half a game. Really, they did, fam. A half a game. You can't win games in the NFL. Playing like that, playing half a game unless your adversary is playing worse than you. So in the end, it is what it is. So thank you for your soup, your cash out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. It is indeed a sad day in the Who That Nation as we go five and five into the bye week. Ten weeks in, family. Five and five. Atlanta, right now, I think Atlanta is currently lead before we leave. Let me kind of hit y'all with the... uh, the scores currently before we get up out of here. Let me run run the scores right quick to see what was popping uh, that's going on right now. And currently, now of course, Lowe called me during the game to kind of, you know, to kind of say some stuff. But right now, the Falcons are beating the Cardinals fourteen to twelve. Kyler Murray, one hundred forty three yards, his first game in there, um, uh, and he's doing his thing. So hopefully, now we got to hope that teams beat other teams. Like we got to hope that the Cardinals handle business against the Falcons to keep them off our backs because we too trifling, dumb, lazy, and, and, and to, well, they, I'm going to say they, to do that, that they so out of their minds to do that. So unfocused, undisciplined to do that. The defense can't stop guys from running around on them on Dobbs just got it. Jobs. It was Dobbs day. The Lou Dobbs report. That's right. Dobbs was the dude. The, the, the Dobbs report was Dobbs handled the Saints defense. At least for the, he did enough in the first half of the game, him and TJ Hawkinson, to make it expound for the rest of the game. They did enough. They didn't do anything in the second half. 
but they did enough in the first half to, to stop the Saints from winning. Falcons 14 to 12 right now. They're marching with the ball right now, or they got possession of the ball. It's like it's just started third quarter. The Lions at halftime on top of the Chargers 24 to 17. We got the Lions after the Falcons in the Superdome. Imagine how that's going to go. The Giants getting blanked by the Cowboys 21 to nothing, uh, you know, uh, getting close to halftime. The Commanders right now are up 9-6 to six on the Seahawks out there on the West Coast. And then, of course, you know, the night game is the Jets and the Raiders. Uh, the Colts' final game, they did 10-6 to six, uh, beating the Patriots. How about that? So the Colts get on the plus side. They're 5-5 five and five just like the Saints. The Texans rebound with a win over the Bengals 30-27 to 27 today. You know about the Saints matchup. It was distasteful. The Steelers beat the Pack 23-19. Buccaneers got a victory over the Titans. They're now 20 and 6. They break that four-game losing streak. The 49ers destroyed the Jaguars 34-3. And the Cleveland Browns got the best of the, the Ravens, 33-31. They scored 16 points in the fourth quarter to take the game away from Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So they're 6-3. Boy, I never thought I'd see the day where the Browns have a better record than the Saints. Well, but the Browns are better, obviously coach better and, and execute better. And, of course, we know the Thursday night matchup, the Panthers lost 16-13. to They're now 1-8 and 0-5 and on the road. Poor Panthers, man. It's just a comedy of errors and disaster all over the place. Uh, for But the def- but, but we're looking at it and saying that it is what it is in terms of what we need to do in this division. But, man, at the end of the day, what can I say, family? This was a tough one. And uh, for my – by uh new by uh Pelicans people, the Pelicans will be playing tonight against the who the hell we play. Uh the uh da, 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 I forget I forget I'm I'm just stuck up with the Saints stuff. I'm so upset with the Saints stuff. Y'all help me out. Who the Pelicans play tonight? Uh da, 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 I forget. But the Pels play tonight, man. I'm just so yeah. <laughs> the Lou yeah yeah there you go, Chris. Yeah, y'all remember the Lou Dobbs report? Yeah, that's that's that yeah, that garbage. All right, so anyway, Saints say uh, Saints win two or three games down the stretch. They'll be lucky the team is trash. We got some real tough people we're gonna be matching up against coming down the line, man. So in the end, man, we're gonna get out on this one, man. We'll I'll pop up on the Pelican post game report to recap the Pelicans matchup tonight. Hopefully they have a better out than the Saints did. Uh do. And uh, we'll see. Much love to the fan. Appreciate y'all. I'm gonna holler at y'all on the flip side, and I'm out. Yeah. Boogie huh? like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm, I'm a who that. that. Lose or winning, I'm, I'm a who that. that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. 
merch to support the platform. Download at the Pro Shops. We have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description. WhoThatDaily.com. That's right, the WhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a WhoThat and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. The WhoThatDaily.com for the 